Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our new moon forecast already. I feel like I just published our full moon forecast a few days ago, which it actually ended up being two weeks ago already. And so I'm giving you all a new moon update that is taking place on May 22nd, 2020, around 12.38 p.m. And so please keep in mind, I do follow the Vedic sidereal zodiac. So if you follow the tropical system, these signs are not going to be correct. And I do reside in Austin, Texas. So the time I'm using is Central Standard Time. So that will vary a little bit. But generally speaking, the new moon will take place on May 22nd. And the new moon is when the moon and the sun are so close together that the moon is unable to reflect any light, okay? Because all of the light that we see in the moon is actually just a reflection of the sun. And so this really helps to demonstrate the receptivity of the moon and how generous the moon is really holding the light of others, reflecting, right? Being a mirror. If you've ever heard that statement, if somebody gives you a compliment and they say, oh, I'm just mirroring you back. It's, oh, well, you are seeing the beauty in me because you already recognize it within yourself. And so I always feel that way about the moon and her qualities, right? And so the moon is going to be sitting in the sign of Taurus in its exaltation point. And it will be sitting directly next to the sun because it is a new moon. And the moon being in Taurus, it's, again, it's exalted. It's a very strong and powerful lunar energy. It can give a very divine intuition, um, subconscious mind, creativity, inclination towards luxury, but really why the moon is exalted when it comes into Taurus is because it really does give that clairvoyance, right? That ability to feel into others. The moon likes to feel the security of Taurus energy. And so the moon and the sun are also going to be sitting with Venus and Mercury. So all of these planets are going to be sitting in the sign of Taurus, which as we know is this super earthy laid back sign. And of course, as always, there are many things to take into consideration when analyzing the totality of the night sky, but diving a little bit deeper into this new moon. So the moon is going to be in the sign of Taurus, as we've discussed. It's going to be more specifically in the nakshatra of Kritika. And so do keep in mind that the nakshatras are more precise segments of the sky. It's like you're looking at the 12 zodiac and you divide them into even more precise segments. And so Kritika is actually divided between 26 degrees, 40 minutes of Aries until 10 degrees of Taurus. So it kind of straddles both of these signs. Kritika literally means the cutters. And so there's this connection to Kritika and cutting. It's like it slices through illusion. There is also a deity associated with Kritika that is Agni. And if you remember, for our last full moon forecast, Agni was one of the deities that was associated with Vishaka. And so we still have this theme of purifying heat 
purifying fire. There's a passion and an ambition and a really goal-oriented nature about Kritika. But what I also love about Kritika is that it has this very yang-like energy that I'm discussing of being goal-oriented, of being ambitious, of being passionate. But then there's also this very yin energy to Kritika that is nurturing and loves to take care of others. There's a lot of connection here on showing aggression in order to take care of. It's like the defender almost. And so there may be a lot of emotions that come up in regards to taking care of other people, in regards to wanting to do what is right, um, having this desire to provide security and structure for others or for yourself. And really, when we think about it, What more could we want right now with all of these planets going retrograde with Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, all turning back and keeping us from moving forward, confusing us, uprooting our stability in some circumstances, maybe even bringing in relationship issues. Our sense of structure is not at its strongest. And being aware of these planetary energies can really help enable us to create a plan. (laughs) And so I would recommend utilizing the power of this new moon, sitting with yourself and focusing on what makes you feel most secure in your day. When do you feel the most empowered? When do you feel the most calm? We think about that Taurus energy of consistency and stability, right? Even comfort. So thinking in your day, what activities help you feel secure? What people help you feel secure? You may even spend some time noticing what activities and what people trigger you and make you feel less secure, And perhaps you can begin limiting those things in your life. And this is a practice. It's picking up on those subtleties, right? A lot of the time we're getting so bombarded with stimulus that's a little bit difficult to tell what exactly is giving us anxiety or causing us to feel a little less stable versus, oh man, like I feel so good. I feel so secure. And typically, you know, those are a little bit easier to pinpoint is it's, oh, I feel good. (laughs) I feel relaxed for once. I like this. So of course, paying attention to that and implementing it more throughout your day. And if you can, noticing the subtleties, noticing what does bring you anxiety, bring you a little bit more disturbance and see if there's a way for you to limit that in your day. You have the ability to filter what comes into your life and what doesn't come into your life. And so that would be what I am suggesting in terms of this new moon and how we can best channel it. I also want to say that Kritika is ruled by the sun and having strong solar energy boosts your vitality. It boosts your authority. It helps you shine. It also can give an emphasis to your self-esteem. And so a simple chant to help boost this solar energy and maybe tap in a little bit more to Kritika during your new moon meditation is Om 
Surya Namaha. Om Surya Namaha. Surya is the name of the sun. And so we're essentially just saying, oh, the name of the sun. We are honoring the sun. And so chanting to the sun may help you, again, feel that boost of vitality or boost of ambition um, and even authority in a way, authority of your life, creating this filter for yourself of what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And so I do want to add the rest of what's happening in the night sky. So Mars has entered the sign of Aquarius. And if you'd been listening to the podcast, I was saying that when Mars enters Pisces, I think that we are going to see some slowdown. I think that's going to improve a little bit. Now, Mars is also going to retrograde later in the year, which will bring some conflict. And we'll get more into that as the time comes. But as Mars is in Aquarius, it's approaching the planet of Neptune. Looking at this chart of the United States, this would be taking place in the third house of media, publication, right? Mass advertising. Neptune is also deception and deceit. It can, you know, it's something that is not real, but appears real. And so I really encourage everybody to be very mindful of what they're paying attention to, being very mindful of the information that they're choosing to adhere to. I've been saying this for a while. I think that there's going to be more information come out that we were perhaps not expecting or anticipating. I think that there may be more going on here than what meets the eye, and um, we may find out. And in addition to this, we are going to have a Mars aspect on this new moon. It may bring a little bit of intensity. It is also going to be receiving a Jupiter aspect as well. And so I think that it may feel very heated, right? The moon is super close to the sun. It's a pretty hot planet. It's bringing in this heat of Mars and it's bringing in the expansion of Jupiter. Keeping in mind, Kritika is, it can be aggressive. And so there may be a little bit of heat, there may be tension and agitation, particularly around our home. Keeping in mind, Taurus can have a lot to do with our home and our family. It's the second sign of the zodiac, so it connects to the second house, which is like our early family life and finances. So we may feel some agitation in these areas. Just be mindful of the communication, be mindful of acting on impulse and do your best because, oh man, just thinking, you know, I, I live at home alone with my cat and thinking about living at home with four kids and a partner and guinea pigs or whatever is going on. I mean, God bless you. Keep doing what you're doing. Do the best that you can. And this month you may feel you know, just a little bit more agitation and it's a good time to practice patience as well as you can. And if there are a few moments that you can sneak away for yourself to create a little bit of silence, even if it's only for this day, even if it's only for this new moon on May 22nd, allowing yourself five to 10 minutes to sit and reconcile in yourself how can I find stability? How can I create stability for others? Because the beauty of all of this is if we can create stability in ourselves, and if we can really hone in 
and nourish and take care of those parts of ourself, we're going to show up for others in a way that is exactly what we've been cultivating. We're going to be secure and consistent. We're going to feel relieving to others. But we can't really do it if we're not taking care of ourselves. So I do hope that on this new moon, you can create a space to care for yourself and give yourself five minutes of silence. You know, again, this outside stimulus can be so loud that it's so easy to lose connection to ourself and what we are even feeling, where we kind of go on autopilot in order to make all of the things happen and in order to survive and who could blame us with how much is going on. But we do have the power to take a few minutes to tune back in, feel into your body, feel into your breath. It doesn't need to be anything extravagant. But really, when we think about it, turning into your body, feeling into the energetics of your body, noticing the subtleties, the clues that our body gives off as to what feels good or what doesn't feel good. That is pretty spectacular. So I hope that you take time to give yourself that connection. And so this is all I've got for the new moon. I hope that it was helpful for you. Again, I'm so sorry that it's coming out late. And I do want to share with you all, I don't like talking about myself too much on these podcasts, but this was pretty exciting, so I wanted to share. I did officially complete my certificate training, so I am a certified Vedic astrologer for what it's worth, and it was such an amazing journey. Um, I feel so grateful, but ever since I finished that, I've just felt pretty depleted. Um, I also work with disaster relief. And so that's been contributing to a little bit of the fatigue as well, which ultimately resulted in the late podcast. So (laughs) thank you for being patient with me. And if you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website and schedule yourself at innerknowing.yoga. Please follow my Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. I am preparing to have a module one training again. Um, I just wrapped up a module two training, which was so much fun. We covered aspects and transits and dashas. It was so much fun. The group was amazing. I love getting to meet you all. Um, and so I'm going to be having a module one training, which will really dive into the planets and the signs and the houses, the very basics of sidereal astrology and then the Vedic sidereal astrology, I should say. And I am going to begin offering group classes that will go in six to eight week series. And I'm developing the webpage for that and it should launch in July. So please be keeping an eye out for that as well. If, if you're interested, Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.